Welcome to the More Sense Than Dollars podcast. We're your hosts, Nick and Harry. Hey, listeners. We have an idea for you on a way to make some more passive income, uh, aside from selling your blood. Well, I guess uh, I th- selling your blood's pretty active, I guess. So... But if you still, if you're looking for a way to make some extra cash, we have an idea for you. Are you ready for this one, Nick? Yeah, this is this is something I've taken advantage of regularly. Pretty familiar with. Looking forward to talking about it a bit. We're going to be talking about bank account bonuses, sign up, uh, sign up bonuses, uh, new account promotions. You'll see it called a bunch of different ways, but it is a good way to make some sort of passive. Um, extra cash yeah i usually use it to justify like a little maybe something that may a want usually it's a want that i could technically fit in the budget but i'm still kind of on the fence like can i really justify spending 200 bucks on this and then bank account bonus comes up and it's like you know what i'll have chase pay me for it yeah what do you got for highs and lows my high as many times it seems to happen is related to this episode in that I'm about to get a nice uh, $300 bank account bonus with Chase. Very timely. Working, yeah, working on a little little thing there. So that'll be good. Like I said, I always get to get a little extra cash, and it's a, it's a pretty easy one this time. My low is that I slipped up in 2022 with some of my annual expenses and didn't reset those goals those monthly goals to have enough when the annual fee comes up. And so the last month I had like my, the VPN service I use, my uh, Amazon prime subscription, my password manager, all those I pay for annually. And I forgot to, you know, for the past year plan for those. So lots of little unexpected or not even little, you know, so they come up as a surprise few few hundred bucks uh, adds up. So Nasty little surprises the last month, but rolled the punches, was able to sh- shuffle some stuff around and not too bad, but definitely a good reminder for me to get those yeah. monthly goals set up again. Mm-hmm. What about you? Hi. Um, I've been saving money on uh, all the seltzer I drink because I've been drinking regular water instead. And so all of the LaCroix and Waterloo and stuff I drink was adding up. So I was drinking that instead of water. And now I'm back to regular water and it's great. That seems like budget. a tough adjustment to make. It is. Have, have you ever lemon thought and about stuff it? in it? Have you ever thought about investing in one of those soda streams? Oh, that's an interesting idea. I I feel like it just won't be as good. Yeah, so. it's kind of like not as good as the real thing and still you're spending money on it. Right. So might as well just use the water. Yeah. So that's high. Um, low is the price of summer travel. And I'm look tr- trying to do trips for the summer. And it's just crazy how all it's problem is all the good places to go are where everybody else is trying to go <laughs> during the summer. And so hotels and flights are all very expensive. Um, brings me back to our travel planning episode, right? On 
cheaper ways to travel yeah, and you got doing it far in dig advance. a little deeper find those hidden gems exactly so i hear fargo is lovely in the summer yeah right it's like maybe go somewhere in the off season but um so that's low all right all right so what are these new account bonuses um what else have i seen them called like sign up promotion sign up bonus um yeah what, yeah what are they a few things like that, but I'll say you're usually going to hear them called like bank bonus or, or bank account bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could hear them referred to a few different ways. But what it comes down to is a, pr- a promotional offer from a bank where they will give you some money if you open a new account with them. Usually a checkings or a savings account. Um, sometimes I've like money market accounts are kind of a related piece. I've, I've seen it for those before, but we're going to be focusing on the checking and savings account bonuses. And they're not just giving it to you just for signing up. They have some conditions attached. But I think before we get into the conditions, do you want to go into a little bit about why they're even offering this? Why are they paying you to open an account? Yeah, we're we're calling it free money or passive money, but the banks, you know, they're in the the for profit business. So, what are they? What what math are they doing that it's worth giving you two, three, four hundred dollars uh, for free, essentially? Uh, but they're considering the value of having you as a customer, and so that's really why they're trying to do it: is pull you away from whatever bank you're using right now. So, if you're at Bank of America, Chase is trying to pull you away from Bank of America into Chase's group of um products and accounts and all that so gets you sort of sucked into their uh product line right and banks are like who you bank with is very sticky yeah like it's very hard to get someone to switch banks it's a pain to close your account and all that right it can be difficult to switch like i think about my parents and i they have both used the same account same bank their entire life not the same account but the same bank their entire lives and when I've talked to them about this idea of opening a bank account for a bonus and things like that, it kind of blows their mind. Just the thought that you would even consider changing banks for such a small sum, relatively speaking. But I think that's really a mindset thing. Yeah. And it doesn't, these don't have to be become your primary bank, right? They can right. be separate accounts that you have, mm-hmm. but going into the stipulations of like, what's required, how much needs to be deposited into the account, how much of a balance you have to maintain, they're they're going to have some um, stipulations. But they also are looking, similar to the way that credit card um, companies are looking to charge you interest, they want you to miss payments, right? Uh, these uh, bank account companies want you to have uh, account fees, overdraft fees, monthly maintenance fees, all the ways they can collect on you uh, for forgetting that the account's open or you know just leaving it open. So they will make their idea is that if they offer you two hundred to you know open an account and deposit a few thousand dollars in it, they will make much more uh, than two hundred from you over the course of you being a customer with them. People are more likely to get loans and credit cards from you know banks where they have their checking and savings. So. That's why they do right. it. Yeah. Trying to, it's a foot in the door, establish a relationship. Exactly. And hopefully upsell you on other things later on, or you slip up and end up having to pay them fees. 
This is, uh, let's do an example here. What are the types of, you know, we said deposits or maintaining balances. Can you give an example of, you know, what this might look like? Yeah, I actually, I have the one that I'm currently receiving um, right in front of me. So I'm just going to use that as an example. And for this offer, this is from Chase. And they're offering a $300 bonus if you open a checking account with them and set up direct deposit within 90 days. And they're also offering a $200 bonus if you open a savings account with them, deposit $15,000 within 30 days, and then maintain that $15,000 balance for 90 days. And then if you do both of them, you get an extra 100 bucks, which makes that 600 total dollars you could potentially earn just from this one promo. So if you check off all their things, you know, for parking your money in in a certain account for three months, that's, you know, $600, which is cool if you didn't have anything else to do with that money or it was just, you know, sitting in other accounts. So that one didn't have rules on the amount of direct deposit or the, the number of direct deposits you had to do? This one didn't, although I will say that that is unusual. Usually there's a requirement to make a certain amount in deposits over yeah. a certain period. One thing that is interesting here is that the checking account does have a $12 monthly maintenance fee that is waived if you get at least five or if you make at least $500 of direct deposits per month. Ah, okay. And so there is kind of that pseudo requirement to continue the direct deposit um, for the life of that account being opened just to avoid that monthly fee. Right. Otherwise, they're so, going to chip away at that bonus that you got with the maintenance fees. Exactly. Which I think leads into our pros and cons, right? So what are the pros of doing this? Free money. Yeah. Not free. I'm, and again, kind of an asterisk on that free, but it's money. It's more money that you can use to do whatever you want. Um. You know, maybe you are in a tight situation and 200, 300 bucks would go a long way to give you a little breathing room. Maybe that's groceries for the month or something like that. Maybe times are tough for whatever reason, and that could be a big, you know, quality of life improvement. Maybe like the example I gave early on, there's something you've kind of wanted to splurge on, but you haven't really been able to justify to yourself to do it. And having a little extra 200, 300 bucks to show up out of nowhere is what you need to make that purchase responsibly. Yep. So there's, you know, any number of things you could do with a couple extra hundred bucks, but this is a way to get it. Yeah. You might like the, this bank better than the one you were using before, right? They might have more branches near you. Their customer service is better, whatever it might be. So it's a way to get exposure to, like you were saying earlier, that it's usually such a sticky thing where you you know keep your money so it gives you a way to explore what else is out there uh, without having to move all of your money at once you know you deposit a few hundred or a few thousand in to check yeah, it out and uh, i you know it's this is kind of a pro but a big way that i use these i i usually kind of rotate the brick and mortar banks that i have an account with and take advantage of these bonuses on that rotation because my main bank account for probably close to a decade at this point has been on an online bank mm -hmm. you know 
previously simple and then ally and now i'm with sofi but banks that don't have a brick and mortar presence can't just walk into them for whatever reason i very rarely have a need to need to go to a bank in person but it does happen and so i'll usually rotate between chase bank of america wells fargo city you know all all the brick and mortar organizations you can think of and pick up these little bonuses and then have that option to go bank in person yeah if i have nice a need to for have it. it i can just go get a cashier's check that day if i need it instead of having to get one mailed to me from my online bank and so that that's another pro i consider it's not necessarily directly tied to bank account bonuses but that's how i like to use them all right but there are some downsides namely you might not need uh you know we're calling this free and passive but you do need the money to sign up right it, it takes money to make money so you got to have that money available you either need to have a job with direct deposit available or you need to have what was it 15,000 for yours um for the savings account available to put into this so yeah it's only for people who have that uh you also got to consider the opportunity cost of leaving that money in that account for 90 days so if you have $15,000 of your savings in this bank account for 90 days and if you take it out early, there's usually penalties or you won't get the bonus, then you can't do anything else with that money. You can't invest it or, you know, use it on something in that time. So that's that's the downside. Um, yeah. And else? I would say it also it it can complicate your life. Yeah. And, you know, it can be relatively simple, but it is something else to keep track of. And if you are trying to, you know, like min max the the opportunities you have here and you're making you know you want to make sure you have the opportunity to sign up for a new bonus as soon as possible after the first one you can really kind of get down into the weeds with spreadsheets and and tracking sheets and all of this information trying to maximize how much you're getting and at the end of the day it's not a ton of money right yeah. and so i think you do have to be careful um, figure out what your time is worth i guess right exactly. how much time you're putting in this it, it it i think it does make sense to have some sort of spreadsheet though right to keep track of all these absolutely yeah because if you do it for three four or five banks which you usually can and then even within the same bank there's usually a period where after a year or two you can do it again if you're keeping track of all of that you can really maximize um, but for each one of these it, there's usually limits on which states can do it so it's usually going to be for certain states you're probably you're not going to get the bonus right away they're going to hold it back until you do all the things they wanted you to do so once you finish all those deposits or you know it reaches that 90 days then they're usually just going to deposit that 300 into that account that you had with them so you'll have to wait it's not like instant money but uh, sometimes if it's like a direct deposit one though They'll just deposit it as soon as you get that deposit. So depends. Yeah, like I said, I've done ones before where you had to make deposits. Um, for you, know, you had to make the deposit several months in a row before you got the bonus, and it was like the third month of making deposit you got it. Mm -hmm. Other times you need to leave the account open for ninety days, but as soon as you make that first deposit, 
generally within like two to three days after that, you'll get the bonus. And so it can vary between them for sure. And we have a few other caveats here. Some not necessarily cons, but more like things to keep in mind if you do this. Yeah, definitely. You will, because we're dealing with, you're usually dealing with um, big financial institutions. These are banks. And so they are going to tell the IRS how much you made uh, in bonuses from them. And so you are then obligated to pay taxes on that bonus money that you got because, you know, it's getting reported to the IRS. So they're going to know. So you need to, you know, match it on your side. So all yeah, that's to when say, you file you your pay. taxes, you're supposed to report how much you make in interest on that. And that's the, the 1099 INT form is what you usually get from any bank you have a relationship with. And that'll include any interest you've received that year, but it will also usually include any bank account bonuses you got that yep. year. So you're, you aren't necessarily getting that full amount. You do have to pay some taxes on it when filing time comes around. What else would you say is important? It can, I mean, it can tie up some of your money. Yeah. And if, if you don't meet those requirements, again, you mentioned this earlier, but there are situations where you can lose the bonus and have to pay it back, which can be especially painful if you've already spent that money. Yeah, if they happen to pay it, if they pay you the bonus before the you know, 90 days is up or you close the account, actually, sometimes, say you do the 90 days, they give you the bonus. Sometimes they say you need to keep the account open for a year. Or something yeah, before you six close. months yeah i've seen and if you even after you know the the original um bonus requirements are met you still have to do something or else they'll claw it back and they'll just yep deduct the bonus back and then there's the flip side with the the savings account if you've moved say your emergency fund from one account to another one to meet the bonus and then emergency you know this for the example we've been using a fifteen thousand dollar minimum that you need to maintain for ninety days. Say that's your emergency fund, and an emergency comes up, and you need to spend that money. Then that, it's like you know, I did all that moving that into that account for nothing. Right, and, right. And again, if you've already bonus. spent that money, now you're you're out an extra two hundred, three hundred. So definitely don't want to use this to fuel irresponsible spending. No, because you could end up putting yourself in a bigger hole. A few other things to keep in mind are just restrictions around how often you can receive a bonus. And so again, this Chase example we're using, you can only you're only eligible for this if it's been over two years since the last time you received a bank account bonus from them. Yeah. So that's one um, to make. A lot of this is looking at the fine print, which is can be tedious and annoying, but you know, you're getting a few hundred dollars, so it's like it's worth it doesn't take that yeah. much time, an hour, I don't know. And it's it's definitely fine print, but it's in English. You yeah. know, there there's not a ton of legalese. It's not, you know, reading the fine print on a bank account bonus is not like trying to figure out the US tax code. You know, you, you can read it, read it slowly, don't, you know, it's hard not to let your eyes glaze over and kind of skim it but if you actually sit there and read through it line by line it will make sense um, and does clearly lay out what the requirements are around this there's also some requirements or typically restrictions on 
when you've previously had accounts. And so again, this Chase example, you can't have closed an account within the last 90 days. So you can't get the offer and then say, oh crap, I'm just going to close my checking account account and try to reopen it. (laughs) They don't allow that. And if you've ever closed an account with a negative balance, um, you can't have done that in the last three years. Jeez. Yeah, so I mean, they're thinking of all the ways people try to game this, right? And trying to yeah. get ahead of it. But you can, you know, like you said, there's a lot of banks offering these. You can kind of rotate around through them. The last time I got a Chase checking account bonus was early 2021. It's been two years. I'm eligible again. And you're just going to keep keep track of those things as you move through them. I feel like we t- we talked a lot. Of, it seems like we covered a lot more cons. What are your What are your thoughts? Is this worth it? A- absolutely, it is for me. But I think you all you need to know if you're the type of person that's going to get caught up in some of those cons we went over. Yeah, um, it also depends on how much work it is. So I, I've been fortunate enough the the employers I've had have made it very easy for me to split my direct deposit. Yeah, so and you just so, go onto that thing and put in the you, the new Chase accounts right, information, yeah. right? I get, you know, I get paid twice a month. There the monthly maintenance fee to waive that requires $500 in direct deposits a month, and so I'll usually just say, "Hey, I go into my HR system, edit it to say every paycheck send $250 to this new Chase account." And that's all I need to do to meet it. I I one time I went really crazy with this. And I had my direct deposit split like four different ways because it, <laughs> it was most of it was going to my main account. I did that then too. I, I had three other accounts that each got two hundred and fifty dollars a month to meet a bunch of these different sign up bonuses. Then and I so, had to bring everything back to one account to pay my rent and my yeah, credit card. Well, see, <laughs> I went. I had I had it set up so I had automatic transfers. Yeah. So that a day after my two hundred and fifty dollars got deposited. It automatically got transferred back to my main account, and that that was it. Um, another thing I've done is the the amount for the Roth IRA is different now. But when the Roth IRA limit was six thousand, that works out to five hundred a month. That two fifty per paycheck, I had an automatic deposit from the the bank account bonus account, and just send it over to the IRA. Right, that's good. Um, so you can find some ways to do like that. But if if you're working somewhere that doesn't support doing that with direct deposit or makes it a real pain in the ass to split your direct deposit up, it might not be worth it to go through this effort. Yeah, I think it's I'll just like, individual. Like for me, when I, you know, very early in my career, a few hundred dollars meant a real a lot. So it was, it was definitely worth it for a few hours of my time to do this. Um, and now it's more like what you were saying is if I want to buy something, um, and it's it's not super urgent, but it's more like a want. It's just nice to have, you know, an extra few hundred dollars. Yeah. So that's what we got. You got to consider well, there's no like uh, firm recommendation on this or one size for everybody. It's how much is a few hundred dollars worth to you? We'll post links of some of the biggest bonuses out there right now. A lot of them, if you go to any of the sites for the big banks, Chase Bank of America, Wells Fargo, well, they'll you know it's part of their marketing, so they'll promote it pretty big. They'll show the the bonus amount big, 
they might not show like the the rules and stipulations very big so you'll have to click in and look at that but um i don't know i think it's a good way it's a good way to make some extra money and right. yeah. once you and do I, have I it set think, up you don't have to do much i don't think you should be too afraid of it either i think a lot of people have um sort of a mindset where well they're if they're doing that it's because they're trying to screw me somehow and you're like how yeah. are they going to take advantage of me with this move? And that's not to say that they're not doing this for their own benefit as well. But with a little bit of planning, as long as you make sure you read that fine print and you know what's going on, there's no real gotchas. No, you know? it's in the read same way. Read what you're signing up for, read the rules, and you can pretty easily walk away with a couple hundred extra spare bucks. Right. It's the same. I mean, these are usually the same banks that are issuing the credit cards, right? So it's in the same way that you can get perks and... Uh, benefits of having a credit card without having to pay interest on it if you pay it off every month so right it's just it's not too careful. good to be true there's just some rules you need to read about yep so we'll post um a bunch of lists and rankings of some of the best bonuses out there right now and how to do it and let us know let us know if you see any good bonuses out there and if you try this and what you think of it all right thanks everybody you've been listening to the more sense than dollars podcast 